What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks Podcast. Nick and Scotty back here to break down the Champions League. We're in the quarterfinals. This is leg two. Um, I'm going to say that we did pretty damn well in leg one, Scotty. I think we we knocked three out of four matches out of the park. Definitely plus money, uh, plus units. So happy about that. Hopefully you guys enjoyed and rode along with us. How are you feeling about this uh, second leg? Pretty good. I mean, like you said, we we three out of four. I mean, the Napoli one didn't come through for us, but we pretty much had that game pegged. I mean, there was no Osimhen, which I think ultimately was the difference in that one because they had most of the possession and most of the opportunities. And I think Milan finished with just the two shots on target. But yeah, other than that, you know, in terms of picks, we were three and two. Um, we did call out that like we don't understand Benfica a lot, but we actually got that one pretty pretty spot on so maybe I, I we're learning we're, we're the only people that i know of and and i think uh we're friends with a lot of people who follow soccer and certainly follow the champions league uh, nobody gave inter a chance in that game so i'm happy to have had that one right yeah and then really the only one that was a big miss for us was city Bayern, and yep. we kind of talked about it on our podcast this week where to me i think Bayern pretty much no showed in that one um i don't know i mean city played well don't get me wrong you, yep. you have to play well to beat somebody like Bayern 3-0 but Bayern didn't really look up to it. Um, and obviously they have a new manager, so that probably impacted things a bit, but uh, still with the level of talent that they have, the experience that they have too, it's not like this is like a young group. Um, no. I wouldn't have foreseen a 3-0 beat down and, and it, it could have been worse, right? Yep. Like it, it was a, a one way the whole time. And it, they are lucky that they still have an outside chance at this. You know, they are going back to, to Munich. So they, there is, you know, crazier things have happened. We've seen Barcelona sure. and Liverpool, have a, a similar turnaround um but it, this could have been four or five pretty easy and this would have been a nothing game for city yeah i mean again I, you nailed it right it's the one game we did get wrong but even in getting it wrong i think we both said and i mean i can go back and find the clip it, it's very possible city runs out to a three nothing victory oh wait they did that right mm-hmm. like the city can do that any given game um i think we proceeded with caution and it was probably one of those times where one of the very few times you're going to see Bayern getting a goal Bayern plus money, anything of that sort. And we took a shot. So not mad about it. We'll, we'll get into it. Um, but let's start straight away with these Tuesday games. So uh, April 18th, first one, Chelsea returning home. Real Madrid. Real is up to nothing. Pretty damn comfortable victory for Madrid. Um, we had a, a Vinny Jr. special. The guy has been absolutely crushing in the Champions League. He's been crushing for us all year long. Benzema, I believe, also had a goal in that game, Mr. Yep. Champions League. Um, I, I mean, Scotty, the, Chelsea, still an underdog. They're plus 180 on the money line. Real, plus 145. Um, if, if you're looking, draw no bet. Chelsea, plus 105. Real, minus 130. Uh, I don't see any reason why Real Madrid doesn't run out to a victory in this game. I think they come out, they get a goal, and that should pretty much do it. I'm loving this minus 130 draw no bet line. What, what are you seeing here? Yeah, you read my mind. The draw no bet, I think, is the way to go right now because, uh, yeah, I don't see Chelsea making much of this, but I could also see Madrid getting a 1-0 lead and then kind of taking their foot off the gas a little bit, and then yeah. maybe Chelsea get like a, an equalizer at some point in like the 80th minute. Um, but a draw no bet at minus 130 is I think that's still a very decent price for for this Madrid team. Um and you know I will say it it was a pretty one-sided game. Um Chelsea did pick up a red card as well so that kind of hurt things a little bit. Ben Chilwell will miss the second leg. Yeah. 
Chelsea's defense looked pretty good. I mean, they they have some guys that are are going to be you know building blocks for this this squad moving forward. I mean, which is funny to say because they've spent six hundred million pounds already, but um, you know some of these guys that they have playing in, in the back are you know very talented. They're they're very quick. They're like athletic, um, and they read the game well. So I, there's certainly promise there, and I think that's probably going to help them a little bit in the second leg where you know, maybe they can get a little more adventurous and, and rely on, you know, Fofana or, or Koulibaly to, you know, anchor that, that back line. But it, the attack has always been their issue this, this season. Yeah. And I think that's going to continue to be the problem. I mean, they trotted out Raheem Sterling again in a huge champions league match after spending 600 million pounds, you're still trotting out Raheem Sterling and he flubbed a chance. He had a shot um, early. Where I think, it, right? yeah, I think it was maybe Reese James or, or Yao Felix are up coming up the right side, crossed it into him. And he just, Flubbed it wide. Um, so I don't love them scoring goals. The under here, two and a half at minus 110, I actually really like. You know, yeah. I, I don't know that Madrid are going to be super adventurous getting forward. So I think that's a, a pretty good shot as well. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with that. I think that's that's not bad. Um, that That's the play. If you're going over or under, they're both sitting at about minus 110. So uh, I'm, I'm with you. And I, and I just... You know, Chelsea uh, at the weekend as well, they lost. They were up one nothing within like 15 minutes to Brighton. They lose that, that game two to one. There's just nothing exciting about this team. There's nothing that makes you say, oh, okay, well, you know what? It was Real Madrid. They 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 can turn this around. Now, their form has been the same, largely, right, for the entire season, certainly since the World Cup. Um, and nothing says to me that they can score two goals in this game. Um, so I, I don't think they score. I, I also don't think Real necessarily rest all their guys or sit back. A two nothing lead is not super comfortable. Ancelotti's been here before. This team won it last year. They're gonna do what it needs to be done to get this tie, you know, to to make it over and and to advance to the semifinals. So I, I like Real minus one thirty. Draw no bet. Yeah, I think you actually bring up a good point. I, I agree with you. I don't think Real Madrid are gonna be doing any lineup changes, but I think Chelsea there has to be something different, right? So obviously Ben Chilwell is out. So there's going to be somebody starting at left wing back or whatever position. Um, but even up top, you know, they, they did bring in Kai Havertz uh, midway through the second half. He's not great, but I think he he's a little bit better, brings a little bit more than, than Sterling does, especially if you're playing a, a two men up top. Um, you know, do they bring in Kristen Pulisic? Do they bring in Colin, uh, Connor Gallagher or, or Mason Mount? I think they have to get goals. So they're going to be playing a little bit more attacking, you know, do you see a uh, Kovacic or maybe a uh, N'Golo Kante taking a, a seat and, and letting one of these more forward playing a, a mid attacking style midfielders yeah. get a start instead? Going to have to. They're going to have to. Um, so now you almost talked me out of the under as much as I liked it, right? <laughs> Not no, I, but I, only because I think it's going to be a wide open game and in, in, it has to be right. If Chelsea's going to have any chance, this game is going to have to be just like a ping pong match. Yeah, but you, you said if Chelsea's going to have a chance, and we both kind of said we don't think Chelsea yeah. really have a chance here. And yeah. the risk here, by the way, if you if you take out a Kovacic or Golo Kante, Chelsea's midfield is the reason why this was only two nothing yeah, um, sure. coming into this return leg. I mean, they played a pretty good you know uh, game against some some pretty you know tough competition. Like we talked about Tony yeah. Cruz and and Luka Modric and and, and Pede Valverde great midfield and Chelsea hold held their own. So if you take yep. off one of those guys to bring on someone that's more attacking and maybe a little bit younger, like a Mason Mount or a Connor Gallagher, I think that edge goes away and who knows if it turns up dividends on the attacking side. It's it's so funny that Chelsea's hit a new lower saying a two, nothing loss is like 
kept it close. Is it was a feel good result for Chelsea? No, and it's hysterical. I mean, RIP Chelsea fans out there that are listening. Yeah. It's tough. Um, so yeah, I think we're on the same page. I think the Real Madrid Drano bet is at minus one thirty is the must yeah. bet of this day. I'll say. Yeah. Um, I love. I like the under two and a half minus one ten. You sound like you're in agreement on that. I'll give you yep. one other little wrinkle. This is not Hit something me. that we're going to make a lock, but um, if you wanted to take uh, Real Madrid or tie, so Real Madrid double chance. Um, and the under two and a half, it's plus 115. So yeah. you get a little plus money on that. Um, if you love the under, I think that's what you do then. Um, but I think yeah. we'll probably play them separate just because, like you said, maybe this does become an open game. I still think Real Madrid are, are good enough to get the result, but um, that's kind of where I'm feeling. I agree. I like it. Um, let's move on to what I mean at this point for me has to be the the match uh, of leg two, and that's Napoli back at home against Milan. They're down one nothing. They are down probably their most crucial midfielder in Agisa. He's been kind of a rock there all season. He's just an absolute menace. Um, so he will be missed, but the good news is OC men should be fit after missing probably the last four games, uh, the last two matches against Milan. So uh, down in this game, down going into it, Napoli is minus 130 on the money line. Milan plus 380. I'll, I'll pause there. Do you think that's a fair discrepancy? Uh, I mean, first glance is no, but again, I trust the books on this. Um, yeah. I mean, my every fiber of my being is to say, like, based off of what we saw in the opening leg, Milan in some capacity have a, a as good of a chance of getting, you know, a, a draw at the very least out of this as, as Napoli. Um, to me, it's, you know, how healthy is Napoli going to be coming into this? Obviously they're also going to be missing in Giza. They picked up, he picked up a red card in the first leg. And we kind of had this discussion on the pod that, you know, he's maybe their hardest to replace midfielder. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, arguments that can be made that Zielinski is, is more important, but in terms of, being able to bring somebody on and replace that level of production. And Giza is, is the guy that they needed to have in this match, especially chasing um, a lead. You want to be able to let your guys get forward. And, and Giza kind of holds down that, that midfield for them. So I think that's a concern for Napoli. I mean, it, every fiber of my being wants to take Milan double chance in this one. Um, it's, yeah. it's good plus number. 110. Um, so a, a very decent number. Yeah. I, we know we know what kind of game plan Milan are going to have coming into this. And that's what kind of makes me nervous. Cause if you really want to take Milan double chance, it's going to be a long 90 minutes. There's oh, going yeah. to be lots of shots. There's going to be lots of corners. There's going to be lots of just attacking play in Milan's final or uh, defensive third. And it's going to be a sweat amount match. And your hope is that you survive the first 30 minutes and then you just like they did in the opening leg, they get a counter and, and Liao or, or uh, Brahim or, or somebody you know, takes advantage of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's, you bring up phenomenal points. I mean, let's, let's quickly recap what happened in that first leg, right? It was an onslaught from Napoli in the first 30. Um, Milan turns it on, right? They get a goal. Um, and then Napoli gets a red card early on in the second half, not super early, what 60th minute ish early yep. enough. Uh, to it was like a quick two yellows too, I think, right. Within like five minutes or something yeah. like that. So, um, but even from there, Milan has one shot, one goal up until that point. They have one shot, one goal up until like the 92nd minute. Napoli still had a few good chances off of set pieces uh, down a man. So they made some changes. Um, So 
you nailed it 100%, right? I think we talked about it in our preview. We talked about it last weekend. Milan is finding ways without a forward doing anything, right? We we got Giroud, no goals. Origi, no goals. Zlatan, not playing. Um, Rebic, I guess, coming in as a striker. Can't tell you the last time that guy scored. So um, it's always a midfielder that steps up. They, they certainly have the potential. I mean, Brahim has been on a great run of form. Um, Tonali's looked really good the last couple of matches. Leal obviously could step in and change the match at any given moment. He hasn't done it all that much this year, but he's certainly won games on his own. I think he did that in the league in that 4 nothing win. Um, so I, I think it goes back to us saying, yeah, you know, we 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 pegged Milan as not being a walk in the park. And, and I think Scott wanting to take double chance is, is, I mean, after watching the first leg play out exactly as we thought it might, um, that, that, let's give credit to Milan is really what I'm trying to say. They they deserve yeah, it. They deserve here. They deserved it. Um, but I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. You're getting Napoli at close to even money is, is, is like you feel like you have to do it. Um, yeah. and, and you know a, a regular time money line at minus one thirty. If they're a one nothing winner, if they're a two one winner, and this goes to extra time, you cash your bet. So I I mean I don't know how I I don't take that minus one thirty. Yeah, it's it's very tough. Um, you know, I think the good news is that all signs are, are pointing to to Ochiman getting a a start in this one, or at least getting some play time. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's you know they they are missing in Giza, and I think yeah. they're also missing um, Minjay Kim because he picked up too many yellow cards. So I think he's also okay. suspended for this one too. So yeah, you know it, it's tough. Um, does that mean that Milan are going to come out and? have a more open style play and maybe score more goals. I don't think so. I think it's, they're right. going to play the way they're, we expect them to play, which is a very defensive set. And maybe that's will allow Napoli to hide those absences. And and maybe the, you know, bringing back uh, Ochiman is, is kind of what makes the difference there. But yeah. Um, yeah, every, like I said, everything tells yeah. me it's Milan double chance is the right bet. It's just, I don't want to have to have that on my bet slip and watch the game rooting for that. Cause it's going to be painful. Um, the, the best thing that could happen is that Milan get one of those quick counterattack goals and then you have a little bit of breathing space. But um, I, I'll say this, Nick. I think if Napoli score first, I think they win. If yes. if Milan score first, they win. Yeah, dude, we must have been doing this for too long together because that was literally the next point I was going to make. This seems like a whoever scores first is the one yeah. that's going to get it done. And I was actually looking for those odds and I, I can't even seem to find them. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a, it's really is a momentum thing. And I mean, I guess credit to, to Napoli in that sense where, you know, that they, they didn't score in the first match, but they only allowed the one, you know, really the one shot on target. And while they were um, man down, so they, they've already got, got, got it right here. Go for it. No. So Napoli minus minus one ninety to score that first goal, Milan plus plus one seventy five. Yeah. So then if you're going to, if you wanted to bet that prop, which I don't know why you would um, just take Napoli to win money line. Cause it has to, yeah. or even, or, or, even to I, advance, I, right. Is plus plus one ten for Napoli to advance. To I think advance that's probably, plus one ten. That's yeah. probably the better pick. But if you're a believer in Milan, give me that. I mean, that's the bet I would rather take than taking them straight money line. I mean, yeah. it both could happen, but I, I don't think they can get a money line win if they don't score first. Okay. Uh, do we like anything on the total here? I mean, over two and a half is plus 115, under two and a half, minus 140. Again, <sighs> really everything don't. tells me under yeah. the way that Milan's going to play. But um, uh, yeah, I would. Uh, again, let's wait for lineups on this one. But as of today, I would suggest the under. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
it does feel like an under, even if Napoli score first and it's in the first yeah. 20 minutes, I don't necessarily think that Milan comes out of their shell and then it's all of a sudden a Napoli goal fest. So yep. I, I agree. I think the under is, is probably good here, but wait for lineups, see what, what things look like, yep. make sure that Osman is starting. Um, yeah. So what's, what's going to be our, our official pick on this match. Ooh. If we have to pick one. So tough. It's what are we so taking? tough. Um, oh, dude. I, I mean, again, I, will continue to advocate for Napoli at minus 130 or, you know, anytime it's... How about it's just Napoli close. to advance then at plus 110? Do you really yeah. think that Napoli win this one nothing and then they go into extra time and then lose it at home? Like, if they get that goal, if they get the the lead or even two to one, whatever it is, right? Like, they get the one goal win that goes to extra time and then lose it at home? I don't, but I've been gambling long enough to know that these are not mutually exclusive bets. One one most certainly can happen, and the I other know. one could, could fuck you. The way that it happens is if <laughs> Milan come back in extra time on the road yeah. against a team that has the momentum because they just they they took back a deficit. Yeah, I'm taking plus one ten. I think that's that'll be my pick. Napoli plus one ten. If you okay. want to make yours money line, I'll put that down as well. Yeah, yeah. I like. Hey, listen. This is what we're saying. Pick but pick the one you like between the two because they're similar, and Scotty will get a, a much better number. Um, for something that very likely happens, but and by the way, if you love Milan in this and you really want to take Milan double chance at plus one ten, I don't blame you. It's yeah. just that is not a, like as a neutral for me. That's going to be a really tough bet to root for because it's just going to be painful the whole way. Yeah. Again, my my favorite bet on Milan if you're a believer, which we just said you have every right to be. I, I like that plus one ninety five to get that first goal. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's, get let's on to Wednesday. move on. Yeah, Wednesday. So um, the game of, of Wednesday, uh, we'll say it's Inter Milan coming back home. Benfica, they are up two to nil. Um, again, the, probably our best game in terms of handicapping last week. Uh, Inter came out. I think um, they really didn't give much up. Um, you know, this was the Inter that we thought they could be, I think watching them all year. Um, certainly they've been very good in the champions league, right? We talked about how they got through a group with, with Bayern um, with Barca. Um, you know, they, they've clearly made it this far. Right. So um, this was them for me, kind of putting it all together. They're clogging the midfield. They had, they didn't give up bad chances. They held a lot of possession. They got out on the wings. Um, they made stuff happen and, and they get a goal in the first half, first half, I want to say. Yeah, I think um, so. I, yep. I'm drawing a blank now for whatever reason. And then Lukaku gets a penalty in a, in about the 80th minute to kill the game off. And um, I will say probably the worst penalty kick I've ever seen to actually go in. But I Man. think he needed that. The team needed that. Um, so that second goal, absolutely huge. And um, up a man, right, at that point? Uh, no, no, no. They, it was, both teams had 11. It was okay. it was Milan that had the... All these yeah. games are blending into each other. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, Inter coming home plus one fifteen favorites. Benfica plus two thirty five. Draw plus two fifty five. Um, the telling number for me here is is Inter to advance minus two thousand. Benfica plus nine fifty. Um, you and I have watched a lot of Inter. Not outside of the realm of possibility for them to cough up a two goal lead. I certainly yeah. don't think it's going to happen. I mean, all their eggs are pretty much in, in this basket for this game and this side of the bracket at this point. Um, but are you surprised to see the number that big? 
Yeah, I think it's just a factor of, you know, Inter getting the 2-0 lead on the road and then yeah. getting to come home. Um, yeah. That's a tough one, especially just because, you know, typically these Benfica and these Portuguese sides are, are typically the younger players, right? It's the younger promising guys that are soon to be sold for for tens of millions of dollars. Um, and so I think that's probably what's what's working against them in this case. Yeah. Um, but we, we've talked about it on, on our regular episodes of podcasts, you know, inter are up and down, up and down, right? Like it's lost it's really one, nothing to Monza this weekend. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's tough um, for me. You know, the bet of this game for me is the under two and a half at minus minus one twenty because I think inter will be more than happy to sit on their lead, take a chance here or there. Um, we really liked Lautaro Martinez in the opening leg and he looked yeah. not great. Um, Jekko obviously came off for, for Lukaku, um, you know, pretty, pretty quickly after the, the second half kicked off. Um, the only goal came from an, an open play came from, um, Barella's header, um, which was to be fair, a pretty good cross. And we kind of talked about it too. Like Dumfries was great in this game, but like, he also has the tendency to Maybe disappear his best at game ever too. At Inter, yeah. So I don't, I don't really know where <laughs> Inter draw the offense from here. Um, it, it, to me, it's like, if they get any sort of goal, it's just because of how many men Benfica commit forward. So, yeah. Um, I do like the under two and a half. I, I think that uh, the play style will be a little more, you know, open than maybe some of the other matches. But because I don't love Inter's ability to to finish off chances, and uh, you know, I don't know that Benfica have it in them. Um, I could see Benfica coming away with a one nothing win for sure and making Inter so, fans sweat it out. But it's interesting you said that a, a bet that i'm looking at in this game is i don't think it's one we've ever even spoken about it's one i very rarely take but for some reason it is standing out of me exact team goals benfica at one is plus 120 <laughs> but we just one goal is it zero just, to one or just one nope just one that's kind of crazy that that is plus one like that's usually like a, a, a specific goal number is a little bit higher so that that feels that's what I mean. Like the I, books I like know that. something. <laughs> I think so. So just to, to level set there, zero is plus 165, two is plus 280. Yeah. So that's one is where we're settling. Say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's fair. Um, it does feel weird. I, it, yeah. I'll give, I'll say this. If Inter keep Benfica, you know, goalless for, for both, both legs, which, you know, again, they did that against uh, Porto in the opening, yeah. in, the, in the whatever round of, of 32. Yeah. Um, I think it's a, a huge testament to their defense right like they'll yes. conceded zero goals through the knockout play and going into a, a potential milan derby um with with a clean sheet in the knockout rounds that's a yeah. pretty impressive thing but yeah and one thing we have to say onana has been fantastic in goal yes. i mean uh, he's just been absolutely yes. stellar all year long um he's the reason inter probably as good as they are and they've made it this far yep. yeah 100 um, so uh, to me scotty i, I mean exactly what you just said right this this feels like one of two things happen and you could take enter to the bank either they come out in the first half and get a goal or they come out in the first half and do not concede a goal i think if they're going into the final 45 minutes with that 2-0 lead or greater that's probably about all she wrote yeah yeah i agree um I, I, I mean, what what would shock you the most like it, it, what would be the most shocking outcome of this match would it be you know, obviously Benfica beat winning 3-0, I think it's probably the least expected thing to occur. Um, but do you see this being something where like Inter come out and win 3-0? Like, do you think that is as likely as as Benfica? Because to me, it, it feel like if there's going to be goals in this match, it means that 
you know, Benfica is is doing a number on Inter and they're struggling to to respond. Yeah, I, I think I think Inter coming out and dominating and scoring a lot of goals would be a little more shocking to me. That's okay. just yeah. a testament That's to kind of what form. I was saying. Yeah. The form that they've been in has been poor, right? Their forwards, for as much as I talked about Milan, Inter's forwards haven't exactly been great. Um but I, I just you know, there there's not many adjustments to be made from the last leg. So it, it which I mean, could finishing be better? Of course, it always could be. Um, but why mess with something that isn't broken? So I, I can't yeah. see much more than a, a two goal performance at most out of this inter team right now. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, so I guess what do you want our pick here to be then? Do you, do you want it to do under two and a half? That's really what I yeah, stood out I, to me. So uh, yeah, I think that's the one. Um, I, I mean, the, the draw line isn't terrible. Plus two fifty five. I don't want to make that a lock. I'm not. I'm not putting that's, the, the yeah, reputation the, of this episode yeah. on that pick. But I will say that I really do like that draw line. I think that's something to sprinkle, as the kids say. Uh, I think yeah. that's a that's a pretty decent pick. Um, and you know, listen, Benfica double chance. Um, minus one thirty five. That's not bad either. I, I think yeah. they have to get a goal. I, I mean. Uh, they they well yeah um yeah and i'm I with you on the other my, uh, let's lock yeah, in the, the under i'm sorry right. that that's okay but uh, just throwing out things well, that make sense to me yeah i think what we what you might want to do here is that's when you start getting we don't have player props yet so start looking at some of those player yes. props right like you know obviously gonzalo ramos is going to be probably a pretty heavy favorite but we've done well with rafa silva and like uh yes. to score or assist capacity type thing yeah. so i think that's probably what we'll do is we'll take the under maybe it's throw in a, a few player props in, in small ways for, you know, scoring or just yeah just, uh, shots assist. on target. Even I, I feel like the, the, those numbers are going to be low. Like it's only going to be one plus shot on mm-hmm. target. It's not going to be a two or three for these guys. Yeah. Um, So there's going to be some probably pretty decent values. So just stay tuned as uh, these player props come out and we'll, we'll throw yeah. some stuff out there. It'll probably be from weird places too. Like I could see Mkhitaryan getting a shot on target for plus plus one sixty or something weird. No, like definitely hundred percent set pieces, shit like that. No doubt. All right, let's bring it home, Nick. What's our last All game? All right, man. Last one, Bayern Munich. Going back home, oh. we spoke about him. Man City, 3-0 lead for City. Uh, plus 140, still a favorite on that money line. Bayern, plus 175. Plus 1,300 to advance. Uh, plus 105, draw no bet for Bayern. And just to bring it home, double chance at plus half a goal is minus 160. Scotty, let's just ask the question. Do you... Give Bayern a chance not to advance. I don't, I don't, maybe you do. No. If you do, tell me. Um, can Bayern get a win in this game, a one leg result to make better some money? No, I don't think so. I mean, there's, there's something else going on too, right? Like a lot of the stories that have come out, obviously, we've, there's been discussion of Sadio Mane getting into an altercation with Leroy uh, Sane. Um, you know, punching him or, or whatever it was. So I, there's there's something going on in the locker room too, um, which is always like what the journalists love to discuss. Um, but to me, it's just, again, it, it's similar to Chelsea, right? It's a new manager. So yeah. um, I think that's really what what's hurting them here is that they've had whatever, two or three weeks under Tuchel and um, they just don't have the right game plan in place to, to beat somebody like City who've been under Pep for six or seven seasons now and everybody knows their role and, it's you know, it's just too much. So I don't think Bayern have it in them. They don't really have that true goal scoring opportunity or sorry, goal scoring player um, yeah. 
to 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 rely on here. Um, again, I think this is much more likely to finish another like Man City two three goal win yeah. than it is for Bayern to finish with a win. Yeah, um, I'm so with you. I Bayern just they they let us down. Um, and they no showed this this they no showed, but this also could be the year that City does it. Like that's what that game kind of showed me. And it's not even that Bayern's that good. It's that City can be that ruthless if they need to be. Obviously, we talked about Haaland all year. I mean, he's very clearly the missing piece thus far uh, for this team. They're back in the title race, which I think we called two or three weeks ago on our our regular weekly episodes. Um, So this team's clicking. Their confidence is going to be sky high. Uh, I would go Man City minus 130, draw no bet is my pick here. I think that absolutely the worst case result is a 1-1, a 2-2. I, I think they have a little more pride than losing this game to a Bayern team in this state. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just like Real Madrid minus one thirty, minus one thirty. Yep. It's easy. Don't even question it. Roll with it. Move on. Um, That's the one. Even especially because it's draw no bet. I would even consider just parlaying those two together. Uh, you parlay them together. It's plus two thirteen. So if yep. both Madrid and uh, City come away with wins. You get paid out plus two thirteen. If one of them draws, and the other one wins. You still have your minus one thirty payout. But um, I think it's both sides' pretty safe bet to say that they're going to come away with at least a draw in this one. Um, and like I said, I, I think it's far more likely that City have a blowout here than than Bayern getting any sort of result. Um, looking at the total, you know, under two and a half is plus one fifty. So they're expecting goals. Um, we just talked about how I don't know that that Bayern have that that offensive player that they can rely on to to score goals right now with the absence of Lewandowski now at Barcelona. And I think Chuba Moding was out. I, I didn't even see that for the first leg. Um, so they've been relying on Serge Gnabry, who yeah. had a terrible game yeah, um, in the opening leg. Nothing, nothing about them this weekend. fluid, yep. So I, I don't know where those goals come from. It's going to have to come from, you know, their midfield that, like we've talked about in the past, and, and that's troublesome. So yeah. Um, Yep, I agree. You know, Man City minus 130, I think is certainly the right play. I think if you're looking for something a little more exciting, if you really want to take Man City first half plus 190, it's not terrible. Um, I think there's a decent chance that they come out and and they put this game to bed really fast and get some subs on in the 60th minute. Yeah, Um, this could be one of those games where um, you you take a look at how the first 10, 15 minutes go and maybe there's a live bet opportunity, right? Team to score next, uh, a total before half, in-game total, anything like that. But um, pre-match bet, not knowing anything outside of what we already know, it's it's got to be City minus 130, draw no bet. Yeah. And the other thing to consider too is, you know, Bayern, unlike most years, they have a title race themselves now. Um, they dropped points yeah. this weekend. Dortmund are two points back. So um, they have to kind of consider that as well. If they think that this yep. game is well out of hand in halftime, you know, does Tuchel go and just say, listen, we're not coming back from a 4-0 deficit in, in the second half. So let's get our, our you know, yep. subs in and rest some of these guys because we have to focus on the on Bundesliga. Yep. It's a possibility. No, 100%. Um, Scotty, I'm just going to throw th- this. Nobody was prepared for this. We're not going to go in-depth because we're another two days out from this. But I do want to run through very quickly the Europa League. We did have some listeners ask us questions on Twitter. My official response will be, hey, Follow us on Twitter, tweet at us, ask us questions. We will um, be more than happy to give you our picks, you know, via 
the timeline via DMs, anything like that. Um, the one interesting game, though, I do want your thoughts on United plus 110 going away to Sevilla plus 245. Sevilla, we, we joked about it, but they fucking came back from 2-0 down to United. Why wouldn't we take Sevilla? First of all, we did not joke about it. I said very clearly in our futures episode uh, where we gave our, our picks for uh, Champions League, Europa, and Conference League that yes. anytime Sevilla is in Europa League, that is the official Kicks and Picks podcast future lock. That. And very serious about that because whatever it is, they always find a way, no matter if they're in 13th in La Liga, if they're in second in La Liga, they find their way through Europa year in and year out. So I'm very serious. I think Sevilla can get this done. Um, United... Did have a good result uh, today or this weekend uh, against Forest, but they will be without their two best center halves in this one. You're going to see Harry Maguire playing again, um, which always leaves room for the the calamitous. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Sevilla yeah. can get this done. And I also want to give a shout out because if you remember from our futures episode, we gave two picks, one from each side of the quote unquote bracket. My pick from the other side was Union St. Gilles-Louis. Yes. Uh, they drew Leverkusen. So yes, they did. if those if 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 Union can get on to the to the next round and, and Sevilla get on, then I'm in a very good spot with my two futures. Hey, we we pretty much crushed that futures episode. I want everybody who's listening to this and enjoying this to go back and give that a 20 minute, 25 minute listen because we're fucking spot on as always. So I'm just going to hit you guys with these are not official locks yet. Again, reach out if you have questions, if you want opinions. If we're taking the underdog, draw no bet in every single one of these um quarterfinal matchups in the Europa League. I kind of like them all. Sevilla plus 145, draw no bet. Union at home. Yep. Union at home plus 160. Draw no bet. Sporting Lisbon uh, against Juve. I I like Juve as the underdog. They're plus 120. Draw no bet. And then Roma Feyenoord is the only one I can't really make heads or tails of yet. We don't know lineups, but Feyenoord plus 205, draw no bet for a team that's one nothing going into this. I am fascinated by that one because I, I really want to see how Mourinho uh, approaches this chasing a 1-0 deficit. We talk about Roma's yeah. strength being defensive, but they have to come out and attack. And I mean, they scored, did they score two goals today? I think they scored two goals. They scored um, three, actually. Oh, they scored three, three goals. Okay. Tammy, first goal in forever. Uh, Pellegrini, first goal in open play in 500 games. 500 days, excuse me. Not 500 games, that'd be a lot. Um, yeah. So Roma fans have said that, you know, listen, I've said, and I'm certainly not a Roma fan. If those guys get going, that's a great signal for Roma. I don't know that one game against a very bad Udinese side, you know, means that these guys are going, but uh, very good to have them scoring coming into this match. Look for Tammy to get a start. Um, and, and that game's pretty much going to be fascinating. Uh, I might have to just do a, a fine word over like I've always done. Yeah, I, I think it seems I'm- like a 2 1 game. I am, like you said, it's it's definitely be fascinating because I'm very curious to see how Mourinho approaches this one. Um, yeah. I think it'll be, it could be a disaster too, right? Like it could be one of yeah. those things where they try to shape up to be a little more attacking and it just leaves them open and Feyenoord. Feyenoord who very well could win the Dutch league as well this year. Yeah. So uh, over two and a half plus 115, that's kind of where I land there. Again, uh, give us a couple days to take a look at lineups and things like that. But um, Europa League should be a lot of fun as well. Yeah, great. Cool. So that'll wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, again, like, share, subscribe, um, tweet at us. Shit, man, we're, we're interacting all day. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it's going to be a lot of fun this week. Catch you guys this weekend.